0: Eastwood is back in full force, as Dirty Harry and magnum force. There are killers on the loose, dressed like cops. And they always use a magnum. You and your partner are back on homicide. It's a little dramatic, isn't it, Briggs? Not your usual style. It's meant to be, Callahan. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. The cream in the bottle, Callahan, someone's trying to put the courts out of business. Look, you work with Briggs on this, Callahan. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, the sequel Remix, this is episode 268, I'm Mark, he's Mike. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mike. This is like episode greetings. one again. Um, how, how have things um, been? Greetings. That was right, I remember on the show sheet, which, back then, I probably didn't call it a show sheet, they it was like, hey, here's kind of like the setup we should have. I'll introduce you, you say something, and then we'll have some banter, and I believe our banter was, how's it going? And you're like, it's good. All right. <laughs> Let's go into our topics. <laughs> That's why you have to do 268 of these. You just keep... I, I'd say you just keep improving, but maybe you don't. You just keep going. Oh, you plateaued at some point. You just keep going. I say we got better from episode one to two. Like, episode 50 was definitely better than episode one. Is episode 268 better than episode 68? I don't know. Was that, our, was that where we plateaued? You let us know. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. Yeah. No, you let us know. Yeah, okay, out. If you know our, if you know the exact show we peaked at, tell us. Yeah, i was say like, you know what it was. It definitely wasn't when you guys went to a movie format. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another podcast about movies. Our original. <laughs> oh, but you guys got an interesting hook. So does everyone. <laughs> I do like going through like Twitter and like seeing movie podcasts and just like okay, everybody's a movie podcast, but what's 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 your like what's your in? Yeah, for it? yeah. What's your little shtick? Yeah shtick or stick shtick niche or niche Shitch, yeah yeah everyone's got one mm-hmm. yeah um ours is good though you know sequels remakes there's a million of them we'll never run out of material we won't yeah we, we'll never we never will we your poster we might have we might have a fresh one that you see that preview for the new Halloween movie oh they're calling it the best Halloween sequel of all time <laughs> so, that's good. You go through the Rotten Tomatoes, you're like, oh, the rest of them were garbage. And it looks as if they, and did we we may have talked about this, this one is just like throwing everything out the window, yeah. and it's just a sequel to Halloween. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's Halloween, and then this one, 40 years later. Looks good. Which, uh I'm going to go see it. I don't know if i see it in theaters. Um But I, I will definitely see it. I love Halloween. Uh. But when, they're like, when they throw everything out, and they're just like, Michael Myers has been locked up for 40 years. 40 years ago, on Halloween, he broke of a mental asylum and killed three people. I was like, that's not that bad. This, this is, so he's, he's killed three people one night. That, that's okay. Not impressed. Because the rest of the movies are all gone, where it's like, oh, this guy's actually racked up 50 kills. 100 kills. I was like, yeah. Well, shouldn't he just be in prison or something? Why is he in a mental asylum? It's not that crazy to kill three people in one night. Well, I mean, I never did it. It's the it. It kind of just goes to show what's right and wrong about our judicial system. Yeah. And maybe the movie makes a point of that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's just these. Uh, there's appeals. He's been, you know, evaluated by multiple therapists. Yeah. Could it, you know is he fit to stand trial? Mm. Wants to represent himself. Is he fit to represent himself? You know, it just goes on and on. Now that's the sequel I want to see. <laughs> I want to see the movie with a lot of paperwork about and, and Michael like, Myers and the appeal process. He is, gonna, he is going to represent himself, but his, his assigned attorney that you know kind of has to be there to help him through the right. paperwork is played by Joe Pesci. Oh, yeah. So kind of a my cousin. It's his cousin. It's, it's his cousin, cousin, Vinny. Vinny Myers <laughs> from, from the Bronx, not far from Haddonfield. Um yeah. Drives down to represent uh his his cousin Mike. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that looks good. Looks good. Yeah. Looks it, good. Looks like, looks like a good movie. Uh what are you watching? Um I didn't I didn't watch a whole ton. It was a tough week, right? It was a tough week for me. Um, every football I game that on was good. It was good. And that usually I mean, if there's if Thursday sucks, I'm putting a movie on. I'll yeah. watch the first quarter and be like, this is sucks. I'm putting a movie on, but same with Monday night, both nights. I was like, "No movie." Yeah, and I, I just didn't, I just didn't watch much. We did finish, we finished, finished the staircase. on okay. Netflix. Netflix. Not guilty. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, and then oh, we got out to see the what's the name of it? The Anna Kendrick, Blake Lively, uh, Simple Favor. We went out and saw Simple Favor. Yeah. Um. Does it fall? Is it a B? which I think was the grade I gave it. I put it down as a D. A D? That thing is riding... You're riding high for an hour, and you're like, man, I'm yeah. loving this, and then the wheels just it fall f- off the fucking bus, and I'm like, why? Yeah. It was so cool and unique, and they wow. were just, oh, normal... normal fucking... Where does it fall apart for you? Was it the graveyard? I actually kind of liked the graveyard scene. Oh. Where it fell apart was when you... Discover her motivation yeah. is insurance fraud. Yeah, and insurance fraud is such a fucking vanilla, stupid thing anymore. We all think about it. Uh, we have all done it. Yeah, I, I just like that. the The ending was just so stupid. It's so for me. For me, it was writing an A up until that graveyard scene where they just explain a bunch of stuff, and I hate that in movies. I just hate any scene where it's just talking for a long time, explaining the stuff you should be showing me because you're a movie. And then it goes on for another 15 minutes after that. Like, th- I feel like, okay, we should be wrapping something up here. Yeah. And then it just keeps going. And I was like, oh, this is... Well, that scene... I-, I feel like the ending just kept dragging so and dragging and dragging. I like that scene because yeah. I like just the fact that they're meeting in a graveyard and drinking martinis. Yeah. But... The, you, you're leading up to that, and no, I know, like, because we watched the Daily Show, Anna Kendrick was on, and she's like, "Oh, it's kind of different." And then there's a then there's kind of a real a real kicker. And yeah. I'm like, "Oh," I, and I'm like, "So I'm expecting this kicker that they team up for." Because to me, the kicker would be that oh, she goes to the dark side and they team right. up and do all kinds of more shit. And then you, and then I'm just like, "But when we find out it's for insurance, I, that really was the the." Shitty move for me And it'll drop it All the way down to a D Oh it just fell off the cliff Just All right And the ending was so bad Just so Yeah terrible. it's uh, I it's... mean we did get a little kid To say fuck you Liked that Yeah there was a kid That said fuck you kid's cussing was cool But yeah it just was uh, it, it, the, the end was just too cliche and, Yeah And Yeah Well there you go Bump me out So you got a B and a D The ending bump me out You make, you make your choice You decide Is that it? That's all, yeah, that's, that's all it. I really watched. I, I didn't see, it. It, it. but we watched two movies for the show, and then yeah, if there's just too much good football and baseball playoffs, it's like, yep. man, it's tough to get two hours for just flipping through, and like, oh, I want to watch this. We, I went through Redbox, I was like, oh, let's watch a movie tonight, I was going through Redbox, I was like, oh, there, there's also nothing in that area to like rent. Right now, like something new that's now available for it. It's either I've seen it, or yeah, just, just a bunch of stuff I don't want to see. Yeah. So, I'm sure I'll pick it up again. Yeah, there'll be other weeks, other days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll have a big, you'll have a big week. Yeah. A catch up week. You'll have a big catch up week. Yeah, I'm sure HBO will have. I, you know, I think every movie that's coming out on HBO, the last few minutes, like oh, I saw it, I have saw it already. Yeah. So. Um, Summertime, ask me again. <laughs> sure I'll go up to the movies. Ask me after Halloween comes out. There's right. some good shows dropping. Right now? Yeah. Um like I'm I'm gonna get on the new Bojack season soon and I'm gonna get on the new American Vandal very soon. Uh-huh. So I'll have I'll have some of those coming up once I have some time. Yeah. I haven't had a weekend where I just like sat around the house. Yeah, and you're traveling again this weekend. Yep. So, yeah, I haven't had a sit-around-the-house weekend in a month. Yeah. Once I get a couple of those in a row... Oh, it's on. Can you go to the movies on vacation? I've heard of it. Can can you Like, we're going on a four-day trip. One of those afternoons, I'm going to dedicate it to going to the the cinema. I've heard of it. I've heard of it happening. It should happen more often. Yeah, it should. I love the cinema. I love popcorn and sitting in a group to experience a movie together. Um... Yeah, so I, I, I watched nothing. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I can't... Th- that theater was full for that movie. And it was, uh, it was a... third week? Probably? It was a Friday or Saturday night. night. Must have been Saturday, yeah. night. Saturday night. It was Saturday night. Because it was after the Eastern game. Okay. Anyway. It's a good date movie. Yeah. Compared, you know, so... It was. I can see a lot of people. Hey, go out to dinner. Go see this new Anna Kendrick. Blake Lively. Thriller. Go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, third week. Good. Good for... The, people should go out. Yeah. I like hearing the movie's full as opposed to, oh no, this movie's in its it was opening week, no one was there. It's a, it's a bad sign. When I went to Searching, I was the only one in the theater. Yeah, see, I don't... There should, and that's a stellar film. There should be one other guy there. I mean, I did go at like 10.30 in the morning. One other person should be there. There's a reason they <laughs> the reason they aired at 10.30. Yeah. It's not convenient for you. They're like, oh, based on data, we should get two people to this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't work out that way. All right, well... That's what we're watching. That's what that's what was watched. That's what we saw. All right, let's do some. We still don't have a name for this segment. We'll come up with a name for it. Yeah. It's, it's a debate segment about a rumored upcoming sequel or remake, and we're going to tell you why or why not they should make this, or why it's going to why it's going to work. I don't know. We're gonna, we're still workshopping names. If you have a name, maybe a jingle, send it to us. I'll put it in the middle of the show a little jingle. We don't have enough of those. We don't. Like, we none. We have zero jingles. We, we've g- still not gotten the soundboard. Yeah. I think we... Yeah, be like, oh, we can have, like, a little... <laughs> especially because we do a movie podcast, and it's like, oh, we just play, like, a, like a clip. Darth you know, Vader breathing. Darth Vader breathing. Uh, you know, uh, when we do our, you know, giving a grade for a movie, I don't even play something like, uh, like Fast Times or something. You know, some Spicoli, smart-ass line. Yeah. No, we don't got nothing. So, Mike, I'm going to pick a number one through six, and this is going to determine what movie is rumored to be coming out uh, or is set for pre production. I'll take number four. Number four. Okay. It is rumored right now that they are going to be rebooting again A Nightmare on Elm Street. All right. One or two, Mike? Two. Two. Sticking even. You are going to say why they should not remake. A Nightmare on Elm Street, okay. and I will counter. Okay. With my four. Okay, before we start. Yeah. This is. A, another reboot or the reboot? Has it ever been rebooted? Yes. Yeah, so we had a Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy yeah. Krueger. I'd say 2010. I don't have the exact figure, but kind of when we got like a new Friday the 13th, maybe the Rob Zombie Halloweens, a new Nightmare on Elm Street came out. New, we the origin story. This starred uh, Jackie Earl Haley, or whatever, from Bad News Bears. He was in it. He was also in The Watchmen. He played uh, the guy with the mask. Um, I think it's Jack Jackie Earl, Earl Haley. Sounds like a serial killer. He is the new Freddy Krueger, and it was a reboot, so they, you know. Okay. He dies, he cursed their children, he comes back in dreams. But... In that world, you know, there was no previous Freddy Krueger movies. But before that, there was like six others, all you know, Wes Craven did, all the way up to New Nightmare, okay. Freddy vs. Jason. I don't think they did a sequel to that. I've never seen. I've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, so this is gonna be good. Why you're tell So why should they remake Nightmare on Elm Street? Wait, why shouldn't they? Okay, that's what you're doing. Okay, yeah. You want to go first, or should sure. I? Sure. We don't need any more. Fucked up face, bad guys. Yeah, He's got fucked up face, right? He's burnt. burnt We don't He's need burnt any, alive. any more burnt alive bad guys. We don't need knives on fingers. Mm-hmm. That's the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. And from what I know of Nightmare on Elm Street, he never actually finger stabs anybody with those knife fingers that I know of. <laughs> you understand? See, <laughs> how would you got? Um, the The actor that could pull off... Freddy Krueger at this point in time yeah. does not exist in our known universe oh. yeah also is it teenagers? teenagers there's not, oh, and not and goes, is, there, yeah. <laughs> there's not teenage performers that can handle that kind of role either ah. um, um, Wes Craven has died? yes, R.I.P. I don't know who is said to have be writing or directing. IMDb says is rumored. Unless they get Jason Jonathan Gordon Levitt, Jason Gordon Levitt, JGL, yeah, to play Freddy Krueger, they should not make this film. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna look see what information they have. Nightmare on Elm Street. Go ahead, and find that. If I may rebut. Uh, yes, please but. do. Please do. First of all, we have a ton of kid actors. All those kids from, from Stranger Things. It could just be Freddy Krueger kills the kids from Stranger Things. But the real reason we should. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good name for a movie anyway. Is Freddy Krueger kills the kids from Stranger Things. Like, if there, I, I bet there is. Anything we love, eventually there's backlash for it. Mm-hmm. So if there's Stranger Things backlash right now, that's a movie that's going to sell sell some tickets. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of annoyed. I don't want, I don't need to see Bobby Millie Brown dancing around at the Teen Choice Awards anymore. Hey, we gotta move where Freddy Krueger's gonna kill her. Yeah. Uh, it was remade again in 2010. But the real reason they should remake it is what we were just talking about moments before. The new Halloween remake was done by people who were fans of Halloween. And they say, forget all those horror movies that just, they put out sequel after sequel just to cash in on Freddy Krueger and then forget the 2010 reboot, which was just, again, trying to cash in on these old horror IPs. They put it in the hands of real fans who go, I love Freddy Krueger. I grew up on Freddy Krueger and I'm going to do a true reboot of Freddy Krueger, but still paying homage to Wes Craven. I think we got a Freddy Krueger. Um, I don't know who, uh, we you know we, he's kind of a, uh, you know a foul you know a kraken guy who haunts your dreams. Seth Rogen can do it. I think that would be an interesting twist on it. <laughs> Why not? You got uh, Eastbound and Down riding Halloween. Put Seth Rogen in a Nightmare on the Street as the new Freddy, the, the new face of nightmares, Freddy Krueger. So I think it's about time that we we give the property back to the fans. And they put out true reboots to, to these to these films that they actually do love. Um, and all that is all—it's in pre-production. A reboot of the 1984 film and the 2010 remake. So this is a true reboot of those two re, films. True re, reboot. That's okay. all they. That's all they got. So. Um, I think Ooh, you I think trivia. I, Kevin Bacon has expressed interest in playing Freddy Krueger. Oh. Bacon. would oh, be a great Freddy oh, Krueger. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he wasn't in it. I, I can see the debate. Yeah, I think you win. Um, well, that's that's for the listeners to decide with, <laughs> with their dollars. <laughs> I you never seen a Nightmare on Elm Street? I've never seen Nightmare on oh. Elm Street or any of those. I can't tell you if they stand up. Yeah, I, I've never seen. I don't know why I never saw that. I've seen so many horror movies. I used to love I horror mean, movies. So we did Halloween last year. Yeah. Well, you saw your first Chucky. I did Last see my year. first Chucky movie. Have you seen a Jason movie? Yes. Okay, so you got Jason. Yep. Uh, Hellraiser's I've seen Hellraisers. Okay, so you got yeah. Hell. So you, yeah, you just you just missed out on Chucky and uh, Freddy Krueger, but you yeah. got yeah, the other half, other half of the the, the horror school. Have you see Scream's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's October now. Maybe we de- maybe we need to do a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll probably talk about doing a scary movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I'd be interested how the original holds up. How the following sequels hold up? I know, I want to say Wes Craven's A New Nightmare, which kind of came out. I think it's pre-scream, but I think he does a lot of like the meta looking at like, oh, they're making a movie about this thing that happened. I think that's done. I think people like it. Well, I remember not, like, some 1992 though. I so remember I'm some hype thrilled. hype about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie that it was hyped because they were bringing back the original Freddy Krueger to reprise the role. Yeah. Or something, and that was a hype thing, but I didn't really care because I never saw any of them. Who was that guy? Robert England. Robert England. Yeah. He does. Yeah, and then Jackie Earl Haley played 2010. Rooney Mara is also in 2010's Nightmare on Elm Street, so. Really? Maybe worth a watch, I don't know. It's crazy (laughs) that's eight years old now. Yeah. Like. Almost a decade. Yeah. Time moves crazy. That was in the infancy of Rooney Mara's career. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, had I mean, like many of our... What's she doing anyway? Right now? Yeah. Dinner, probably. Like eating dinner? Yeah, probably have, probably probably have some dinner. she's <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably working on a show for Netflix. They all are. Yeah, yeah. D- did you watch Maniac? Do uh, you have any interest in Dipping in the Maniac? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to check okay. it out. I have none. It looks weird to me, but... You know, you flip through Netflix and then, like, I don't know, mine's set to where the, the trailer plays. Um, yeah, like, it's a Netflix show starring Emma Stone and Jonah Hill. It's crazy, yeah. So that's probably what Rooney is doing. She's probably on some Netflix show that they're I may, all, yeah. or may see while I'm scrolling through. I mean, it's crazy because I saw the preview for that and I was like... I mean, I get Jonah Hill doing a Netflix movie, but I yeah. thought Emma Stone's, like, at the top of her game now. Yeah. But, but I they're mean, just all doing it. It's so prestige for them. It's just whatever. They're just like, oh, yeah, no, it's, you do a movie, you do an Oscar-worthy film, you do a blockbuster film, you do a Netflix movie, or show, it's all the same. It's yeah. It's like, yeah, no, it's going to be the same. It's not doing, like, NCIS. Which, that's the move. Like, you know, Brad Pitt. This season on NCIS joins the cast as a detective. That's going to get some eyeballs on that Brad Pitt. People are going to watch. Yeah. People are going to watch. <laughs> um, so you going to watching. That's what we did this week. Mike and I watched the sequel to 1971? 72, yet? I think. I think Dirty Harry was 72. I thought 71. 71 could be. 71, uh, Dirty Harry, starring Clint Eastwood. Uh, the movie about... Uh, Inspector Harry Callahan, a uh, play by his own rules, to d- cop who is uh, trying to stop a, a serial killer, right in San Francisco, who is taunting the police through the newspaper, all a la Zodiac killer. Um, was this your first time watching Dirty Harry? No, I have seen Dirty Harry um, before. This was. I don't think I... I and maybe Dirty Harry is just so, like, in the sight, like, everybody just knows Dirty Harry. I was watching, I was like, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched this movie. At least I've never watched this beginning to end. Uh, this was my first time. But, you know, you know the famous line, do you feel lucky? Punk? Yeah, say yeah. twice. Um, and it's kind of... The line is a little different. It's one of those, I think, one of those misquoted lines. Oh, like, Luke, I'm your father where, like, he doesn't actually say anything. Right, it. yeah. I think it's it. one of those yeah. kind of things. Uh what is the line? I, I know what you're asking yourself. I know what you're thinking. Punk. Because C- he, he says punk early. He yeah, doesn't he says say, punk do early. you feel lucky? Punk. Yeah. He says, I know what you're thinking, punk. Or something like that. Yeah, I he, feel like it's a little different than people quoted. Yeah. Still cool, though. Yeah. It's a cool thing to say. It's long, though. You know, Arnold had I'll Be Back You kind of think, like, oh, Clint Eastwood, he has, do you feel lucky, punk? That whole thing's pretty long. He explains what a Magnum forty four is or forty-four Magnum is, the damage it could do to someone. Like he blow your head clean off. He's giving you a lesson in ballistics. Yeah. Before he asks the famous Do you feel lucky? Right. Uh, I love when the guy gives up. And then just the I got to know <laughs> <laughs> And then he shoots him and I was like, Oh, you were counting. Harry Callahan, Yeah. You like. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So 1971. So we did Ocean's 13. And Mm -hmm. what was that? was like it's not as early as like you would think. It was like it was in the 60s. Um, Ocean's 11. The original Yeah. The original original Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah. So that's in the 60s. And then 1971. So it's not, not too much time has passed. And I remember when we were doing Ocean's 11 talking about the rules cinema had. I don't know when they started to break him, but i got to imagine a movie like Dirty Harry. That's got to be a pioneer in this type of movie. It's You watch Dirty Harry and you're just like, oh, you were... the Every cop after you is based off Dirty Harry. Yeah. Every, yeah. You every, said every... Every play-by-his-own-rules kind of yeah. cop. Every hard-nosed motherfucker. Yeah. Which, you know, sometimes you can watch a movie and, like, if you didn't see... Uh, Halloween, you know, Halloween gets a lot of credit for, like, inventing, like, the stalker film, which was just copied a bunch, and then, you know, Michael Myers was before Jason and Freddy Krueger, but if you didn't see it till after you saw those, you could watch it, like, my wife saw it, she's like, oh, it's slow, it's really slow, or it's just not that scary, I was like, but at the time, it was revolutionary in what it created, this could have happened with Dirty for me, but it did not. It, this holds up. I was like, "Oh, this, I'm, I'm into this." It isn't it good? Yeah, it's a really, it's a really good movie. Yeah, and like you're watching that, and you know, I, I watched Zodiac like two months ago, and I was like, "Oh, it's kind of like the dude had to like the Zodiac killer thing." Um, right. What, what was it? Uh, Scorpio. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I want to say Sicario. Yeah, Scorpio. But, well, he was kind of a Sicario. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> There's that, yeah. There's that. It all, it's, it all comes full circle. Everything always goes back to Josh Brolin. Uh, the and and Scorpio was a great villain. Yeah, it was really good. When when he hijacks the bus, I'm into it. I, I'm I'm like, oh, this guy is a sadistic guy who needs to be put down by by Harry Callahan. So dirty Harry. It, only two years later we get a second Dirty Harry film. I don't know. This is one of those things where it's like, oh, they filmed the movie on Monday and it's out on Friday. That's how the '70s worked with movies. Yeah. Uh, this one is called Magnum Force. Uh, 1973. It returns Clint Eastwood as Harry Callahan. He's he's ba- he's still a police officer. He's no longer on homicide. He has a new partner, and they get set. they they, they are they have to investigate a series of murders where somebody is killing San Francisco's uh criminals. was this your first time watching the Magnum Force? It was and I didn't think it was going to be. I thought you I'd they seen, kinda all blend. Right. I just thought spiders. I'd seen Magnum Force before. Yeah. But as I'm watching, I'm like, oh I haven't seen this. Yeah. I'm like, wait, when Hutch? what was Hutch in a Harry Dirty Harry movie? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh this movie, so, um, I kind of got lost in my... Hey, so it comes out in 1973. Uh, Well-received by the critics. 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, they don't have the... Um, they don't have what it opened up against. But they do have this listed as the sixth highest-grossing... Uh, it, it's the highest-grossing, after being adjusted for inflation, Dirty Harry movie. So this one was... A, a big success for the Dirty A franchise. It's also the sixth highest-grossing dirty cop movie. Oh. So it comes in number six. Number five, Copland. Number four, Exit Wounds, which I think has DMX in it. Yeah. So I'm glad people DMX and Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Okay. Steven Seagal jumps the car. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three, LA Confidential. Two, Training Day. I was going to gonna say, Scotty Training Day. What number one is? Oh, I was thinking Training Day was number one. Yeah, number The number one most dirty, most gr- top-grossing dirty, top, top, yeah, top dirty cop movie. Yeah, top-grossing. Dirty cop movie. It's going to be something kind of... Would that... Could that have beat Training Day? Possibly. Something did. It's not a Transformers movie, if that's what you're thinking. Dirty cop movie? Yeah. No... It, no It won some awards This one it, it, it was kind of It's a prestige film So we not like a Okay big, The yeah. Departed The Departed Number one okay. Highest grossing Dirty cop movie uh, do, you wanna, all time. do you want Do you want A few of the movies I was thinking about saying Yeah What are some other uh, d- d- This is your genre I was thinking about saying Judge Dredd Okay And I was thinking about saying Hot Fuzz I don't know why I don't think there's a dirty cop In that one But the cops are aliens Oh no Yeah that's a <laughs> you know what? That's a dirty cop film those yeah. were A couple of things. I'm like, could that have been trained? I <laughs> wish. I wish Hot Fuzz was on this list. I brought it back to reality, though. That just means people would have gone and seen like Hot Fuzz, which I, you know, is like no one sees Edgar Wright movies in the theater. Which is, which is a shame. He has a talented director. It is. Um, what were your thoughts? So you hadn't seen it before. What were your thoughts watching Magnum Force? I, I thought there was some. I'll just get straight to it. I fucking loved it. Yeah. The, um, and some of the things I like were, were some, just some of the, the camera shots they do with people's faces and stuff. And like the looks dirty Harry gives people. Um, there's some really cool, there's this really cool menacing shot of, of the dirty cops towards the end of the film in the parking garage that I thought was just such a cool thing where he kind of just, and Harry just stands his ground. He's got, you know, four four fucking dirty cops. Yeah. Just in this dark garage. He's just by himself. And nothing goes what, down. What's his line? You've uh you've mistaken me or you've missed you've misjudged me. Or or that or yeah. It's just it's very cool. Very cool. It's a very cool. Guy. And then there's the whole like guy's gotta know his limitations yeah that line comes up a few times he says a lot of I, I'm i sure he maybe he's just an older generation but Clint Eastwood Dirty Harry he, I don't feel like he gets enough credit for like the John McClane's or anything Arnold did or like Stallone in the 80's of just being like the cool cop yeah yeah. I'm, I'm watching Magnet Force which is 1973 and I'm like oh this is this is great everything he says I'm totally into him uh I was just looking back. So Ocean's Eleven, that's nineteen sixty. I'm just think eleven years later, that's Ocean's Eleven to Dirty Harry. And it's like, what a different world. Yeah, no kidding. Like with like the like the moving of the camera. Like it's not just these like shots of like sets where it's like, alright, everybody's gonna kinda go. I was like, no, yeah, they do stuff with the camera, they they can cut to things, they can move car chases and yeah, it's it's a fantastic film. I just really I really like these gritty 70s cop films. Yeah. I'm into them. So what do and we like about Magnum? About what I like about Yeah, what do we like about what are the pros of Magnum Force? Um I think I think the I think the the, the script is great. Mm. It's got a really cool premise. The idea's there. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of a gray area of crime. I mean it is black and white, you know, murder or not, but it's But I mean, if this movie came out, it's, it's a relevant thing. Yeah. It's it, justice it is. in your own yeah, hands. Yeah, it is. It's a vigilante kind of thing. Who gets to play, you know, who gets to be the jury? Yep. In this um, case. Absolutely love the opening credits. Yeah. With the gun? Oh, yeah. We're talking, we're talking about starring Clint Eastwood. That I opening. mean, just the coolest damn opening credits yeah. ever. Um, and then there's some cool procedural cop things that may not. Obviously not one hundred percent accurate, but mm-hmm. it's got it's got this cool detective. We got this we got this badass cop, but he's doing some detective shit. Yeah, I think, I think we got a lot Which, more of it in Magnum Force. Exactly. Than we do in Dirty Harry. Yep. Yeah, it was it was way better in in Magnum Force yeah. than Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry, he just went out and cleaned the streets. Magnum Force, like he's working it out, and you see him working it out, and it's really cool. Yeah, I like. Uh, my favorite thing in Magnum Force is during a shooting competition. I guess is what what would it be called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're going through the course, and it's the it's the course where uh, cutouts of bad guys will pop up, and you got to shoot them down. But there's also good guys in it, you know. And you got to decide oh, who's going to shoot. Mm-hmm. Men in Black, hilarious when Will Smith does. it. Yes. My favorite thing, the last one to pop up is a cop and dirty. Harry shoots it. And so in the crowd goes, he shot one of the good guys. Yeah. And he just turns around and gives a look and we're like, it's fucking on." He knew what he was doing. He knows what, he's sending a message yep. to everyone. Everything right he did, he could have won that, he could have oh, won yeah. that competition. Hit Him, him missing the, the last shot Yep. when he borrows a gun and it leads to some police work. Yep. I I love it. Dirty Harry could be Batman. Another thing I loved about that is the guy he was going up against, he's, Somersaulting behind cover and kind of doing taking the course stylish, Dirty Harry just walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Fucking Wyatt Earp, man. Yeah. He, you watch Dirty Harry, and I don't know if someone perceives this, but I mean, you just see to this day, um, I don't know, Russ Cole from True Detective. It's like every troubled cop in movie. Is just Dirty Harry. Yeah, it's oh yeah, he's lost something in life. He he drinks too much. He plays by his own rules. He doesn't respect the story, but he respects the badge. Yeah, um, I was confused because at the end of Dirty Harry, I thought he quit, <laughs> but then he's just it just opens. He's back on the police force. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, he he's not going to be not be a cop. He chucks his badge into <laughs> chucks his badge in the water. water. Yeah, and I don't know. It, 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 this is a great sequel. The first one, Dirty Harry, he's kind of rebelling against the system. And it's like, oh, the system didn't work for, for Dirty Harry the first time around. Then the second one, it's like, other people felt the way Dirty Harry did, but they took it too far. And you see, Dirty Harry's like, he says one point, I hate the system, but I'm going to work inside it until I can change it. Yeah. Uh, because you can see this movie, it's just like, oh, so they could have just done a thing. They could have done like a, John, a Bruce Willis, John McClane. It's just like... Here's a cool character, here's another adventure for him to go on. But this kind of, it ties in nicely to the first one where it's like, oh, there, there's these same values kind of being examined through one and two. Yeah. What didn't you like about Magnum Force? Um, what didn't I like? I did not, I didn't enjoy his little affair with his neighbor. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird and, and just seemed kind of, like, forced. Yeah. Um. And lazy. And just... Hey, what's it? gonna t- What does it take for someone to bed you? You just gotta knock, knock on the door, <laughs> and then that's all it took. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think part, I think part of that is because when they are starting to get romantic, and I think just like Clint Eastwood can't do the the romantic thing. Yeah, it just looked weird. He looked gross. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I was like, I am uncomfortable with yeah. like this, and I think that, and that I think that handsome man in nineteen seventy three, yeah, it yeah. just looks, it's, yeah. weird. Yeah, just didn't, that didn't it work. Uncomfortable like, for everybody. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that. What else did I not? That's the number one thing I didn't like. Yeah. I, I thought, and I was like, do they just need to shoehorn this in so he has someone to save at one point in the movie? It, yeah. yeah. But it, yeah, it just kind of seemed just so shoehorned in to have this person in Harry's life that really interacts with no one else, isn't in danger, isn't used against him at any point. He really doesn't seem to have any type of connection with, <laughs> with this person. And it's weird too, and I think this may be something I don't like about it. And it's the era is we have this movie, and it's starring Clint Eastwood. Yeah, but none of those guys are anybody. None of those co-stars. Yeah, yeah. are anybody. No, Robert Robert Ulrich Ulrich turns into somebody. Yeah, he he ends up becoming a pretty big guy. He was on Dallas or something. Yeah, and then the one of the other guys is Otter from from Animal House. One of the other bad guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, when uh, becomes um, Hutch when starts seeing Hutch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how that runs, but yeah, he plays Hutch. But, and, but yeah, yeah. at the time, those were all roles later on.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And and the same like the you know the lieutenant or whatever the yeah the, I mean he he's just kind of this cop character actor that shows up in things forever. Yeah, and you recognize him. But and I think like get another get another star in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and I think it's the era. Like You didn't share the screen. Like yeah. we, we we got Eastwood. This Clooney's was a Clint Eastwood picture. Yep. He signed, you know, a deal with our studio. We're making five Clint Eastwood movies or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, nowadays, like if Dirty Harry was like we always go back to it, but if Dirty Harry was, was played by Clooney, Brad Pitt would show up as the partner. Yeah. You know? Oh, his partner would definitely be someone we know. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it, it, would, it would be someone, and probably probably the villain. It, you go to that for Scorpio, if they Made Dirty Hair Day, starring George Clooney, which not against that remake, we'll get into the movie remake, but uh, <laughs> Scorpio would be Harvey R. Bardem. Like, it would just be yeah, a guy that you go, exactly I know yeah. that guy, oh, that guy's in a bunch of stuff. Yep. Well, um, yeah, at the time, it was just like, oh, it's, clean, it's a Clooney-Swood movie, people are going to go see a Clooney-Swood movie, and then we'll just fill with a bunch of other actors that are really young in their career, and maybe they'll go on to do something. Yep. For, and, in television and a few did but if you're watching Dirty Harry the original uh, I, I couldn't recognize any of those extra characters yeah. any of those extra actors from anything else they did Magnum Force yeah a few of them mm-hmm. you do recognize but yeah I it's just gonna be weird for me to say another con uh, it, it doesn't add to the story other than letting us know the type of cop Dirty uh, Harry is it, and it's just like in the first one, which is that Harry just happens to be somewhere where the first one is a bank robbery, this one it's a hijacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just happens to be at the right airport, place at the right time. Right place, right time. And, of course, I mean, it's showing us, you know, if you didn't watch Dirty Harry, hey, here's a guy who's willing to, you know, don't wait for backup. That's that's kind of Dirty Harry's thing. Yeah. Although I love in Dirty Harry when he's just like, he's like, call it in, I'm going to eat my sandwich, wait for backup to get here, and then the buzzer, the bell goes up, the, the alarm, and he's like, Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> he got to go take care of it. And this one, you know, hijacking. kind I watch? and he's like, can I make a suggestion? And then he goes in and impersonates a pilot. Yeah. They get, he had two situations in this one. He had the suicide guy. Oh, yeah. Is that in this one? Yeah. Yeah. No, the suicide's Harry, uh, Dirty Harry. Cause that's they, the first one? Yeah, because they think it's Scorpio. They go, oh. Oh, that's right. There's a oh, guy in the thought, rooftop. Yeah, we yeah. thought it was your guy, yeah. but it's just a, a suit. Yeah, joke. you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't add anything. No, no. Just like, we, the movie. short we got half another scene of him doing uh, cop work. I mean, that is. I had. So, I had just this big grin on my face when he's yeah. pretending to be the pilot. Yeah, and they're actually driving the plane down the runway. <laughs> I was just like, this is. so Could you stop a plane? Oh yeah, yeah. I... They have brakes, dude. With your feet. Feet. Okay. <laughs> would surprise if it was like a hand lever. I don't know. He he's confident though that it's like it's gonna be a break. It's gonna be like a car. <laughs> I like how none of the uh, the, the other co pilots couldn't. They're just like in the seventies were co pilots not pilots. Yeah, no. Apparently or they, or they needed an overseas pilot or whatever they the, needed. Yeah, an whatever they did. Pilot. <laughs> but they, I they just didn't know how to fly across. The I agency. just am like, oh fuck! They're like hauling ass down this runway, and yeah. Harry's just. Sitting in of yeah. pilot seat. What was crazy about Matt, Uh, that, that one scene, I don't know, eight minutes of the movie, that could be a movie. Yeah. That could be, that could be uh a, a diehard, a cop's in the wrong place at the wrong time, a, a plane gets hijacked, and he, he gets pulled into, or he's the one who's just like, well, here's how we're going to take care of this, and he's dealing with hostages and has to impersonate a pilot, and that's an hour and a half movie starring Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's, yeah we've seen a scene, and they, I just, I like the scene, but it's also, I was like, oh, this is silly. How big it is. Like, he stopped hijackers from taking a commercial airline. Yeah. You know, it's not just that he was at the diner and someone was robbing a bake across the street. This was this is, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, we are in such a different world now. I mean, he's eating at a snack bar in the airport. Yeah. You can't do that post 9-11 no no you can't buy a ticket you can't yeah you got to have a ticket you got to get through security it's crazy yeah i mean it's probably good but it's crazy the only thing crazy is you got to take your shoes off yeah that <laughs> <laughs> is still still silly i like um this so there were five of these uh i feel like clean Eastwood has played a cop a lot i i I talked about how there is this, like, connecting story that connects Dirty Harry and Magnum Force, which I was surprised by. Because going into it, I, I bought the box, and I was like, oh, there's five of these things? And I, I was just expecting Die Hard. Like, all right, let's just keep putting Harry Callahan in the same spot. Which I'm not against. I kind of like... You, t- you talk about this, this idea I have for actors. We put rules on it, because I think we need more roles for people. You know, talk about diversity in film. Once you play a cop... That's the only cop you get to play. Yeah. Clint Eastwood is Harry Callahan. If he plays a cop again, he's got to be Harry Callahan. He's Harry Callahan. Because they're cop movies. Whatever movie you have for cop, if you want Clint Eastwood to be in it, you just like, oh, he plays Harry Callahan, except this time, this happens to him. So Bruce Willis, you're John McClane. If you get a shit role, like, um, I don't know, what's a bad cop movie. That Will Ferrell movie. That Will Ferrell movie. Will Ferrell once you to play another cop. Sorry, you're this guy now. <laughs> you gotta play. And if you're a good actor, you connect it. You you don't do different. Yeah, it's just like, you know, Clint Eastwood had his like his cowboy thing. I know they were all different cowboys. And then you had his cop thing. I was like, yeah, just make the same cop. Yeah, make the same cowboy. I don't know. Just different adventures. Unless he dies on them. I don't know. I didn't see them all. Uh, I talked about the cowboys. And then he had this Dirty Air franchise. Is there another Cluny's Wood role that you would have liked to see just been a five movie franchise? Um man, that's hard, because I No. What about million dollar baby Frank Dunn? He just goes around training more people to be boxers and then always ends up killing them at the end. No. Just five of those. No, but maybe a prequel five. Oh. You see him actually boxing. Yeah. What about if there's just five movies of him as a photographer taking bridges in different cities, a la bridges of Madison County? Just five of those. He's always meeting a different widow widow and he's always taking pictures of bridges. You're getting warmer. Okay. We're getting warmer. What about five movies where he plays Gus, the baseball scout who's losing his eyesight in trouble of the curve, but he keeps getting to work for other franchises and gets to scout more players. I think yes even though I haven't seen that. Movie. Yeah. I'm saying I'm going to say yes on that. Clint Eastwood has um, seen more baseball movies. Yeah. His IMDb, it gets real thin after 95. Uh, I know he goes on to direct, but yeah, I was kind of I was joking about a lot of those. But I was like, man, it's Slim Pickens, 2018 back to 1905. Like, what roles does Clint Eastwood actually play? Yeah, in? I mean, the guy from Gran Torino? Yeah. And he dies in that, so he can't. Right, but I guess he can do a prequel. Prequel, prequel five. Prequel five. Him going to the Korean War, I guess. Getting the Grand Torino? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like Fast and Furious. He always has a car. Yeah. <laughs> Korean War, he's a car. <laughs> he's like a POW. Has to. It's like Great Escape. He needs that Grand Torino. There. Yeah. You gotta Feel get out. You gotta go it. Um. Uh, so they made three more of these. Have you seen them all? I know I've seen. I I can't remember which one. I know I've seen another one because I thought it was Magnum Force I'd seen. So we got the Enforcer next, Sudden Impact, and then the Deadpool. I am going to say that I've seen Sudden Impact. Okay. But I'm not sure. Yeah. I'll report back. I'm going to continue this journey. I I, I was... Very surprised at how much I enjoyed Dirty Harry and Man Force. Not that I was just gonna dislike it, but you know, it's the seventies. Movies are slower. Movies look yeah. different. The acting that I was like, this is great. Even the even the the action scene, the 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 chase at the end is stellar. Yeah. Clint Eastwood does all his own stunts in this film. Did he really? Yeah, including the motorcycle jumping. Wow. Yeah. Uh, also, real good with the karate chop. Yeah, yeah. That guy can karate chop some people yeah dude yeah so we know that there's more of these movies coming should they re- in 2018 remake Dirty Harry <sighs> um, I love Clint yeah but I'm actually I'm not against the remake of Dirty Harry yeah I think that could be a cool thing to explore I say no just because I feel like any cop movie, because we just talked about like the archetype of like the troubled play by a little cop. So really any cop movie could be Dirty Harry. So if you have a script for Dirty, unless they're redoing Scorpio, but then I feel like that's so close to the actual Zodiac killer that you could just you could have George Clooney as a cop hunting a or investigating a series of murders where the guy's taunting you through the newspaper without calling it Dirty Harry. I, I, I almost feel like only watching two really close, I was like, I was like I'm, I'm putting this up in an iconic role. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is iconic. Yeah. Okay, so, um, they, I mean, Clooney as a Dirty Harry? Is he, I mean... No, I'm going to tell you who's yeah. going to be Dirty Harry because I think this guy could be the coolest, grittiest detective cop ever. Yeah. He never does roles like this. Kelsey Grammer, I'm telling Aww. you, that got to be the coolest, greedy detective character on TV. Frazier himself, as yep. A, Kelsey Grammer. I, I, I think we pitched this once for a, a remake. I probably I did. Like, I'm always thinking of it in my head. Kelsey as my Grammer. script. I'm oh, out. I think we wanted him in True Detective, like the next. Season. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I think Kelsey Grammer could do trouble. Totally
0: do it. It'd be really cool. Troubled alcoholic cop, lost his wife. Yep. Yeah. I mean, even just. He just... All the lines. I mean, if they did a Dirty Harry remake, him saying, you know, do you feel lucky? Gotta know your lip. I mean, Kelsey Grammer. he just has that that look. Yeah. And, you know, just saw him in a movie with Kristen Bell. Looks good. Looks <laughs> I almost say I, We were talking to Clooney. I was like, Clooney might be too old to, to be... I, I don't think I'd buy him. He might be... Yeah, Clooney may be too old. For Kelsey Grammer has to be older than George Clooney. He looks good. <laughs> you know? I don't know if he's dying his hair or not, but I was like, this, you know... Kelsey Grammer, kind of a burly guy, you don't know, think he is? You, know, you think it's always oh, Frazier, but no, he's kind of got he's got some forearms on. Yeah, him. He's, yeah, he's kind of. Yeah, he's a big guy. I like I like this Kelsey Grammer cop movie. Oh, I think it's got. I think it could. I think it could spin, man. I think it could be cool. Yeah. Um. So I, I think the last, yeah, after that we got Magnum Force. Did we need it? Yeah. Would you say? And this is this gonna be controversial. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to say it. I enjoy... This is a sequel. I enjoy it better than the original. I think I did, too. I think Magnum Force is the best. Dirty Harry's great. I love Dirty Harry. Magnum Force, I was like, this is a begin to end. I, I love the mystery of who it was. Yeah. They, reveal- they They don't wait too long to reveal it. It's not one of those at the end they reveal it. it- it's the middle of the movie. you like, okay, now it's on. I like that he has suspicions early. I like that there's just... And they do throw us a red herring. Yep. Yeah, there's a red herring and in it. He does actual police work. Yep. Which is great. Um, yeah, just a lot of cool. People. I really... I, I think I enjoyed it more, too. And, and his partner yep. was really good. That guy who played his partner was, was, was cool and, and just had more personality than his partner from the first one. Yes. Rico or whatever his name was in the first one. Yeah. But... Um, he died, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean... No. Part of he, he goes... No, he didn't die. Yeah. He did not die. I'm done early. The first one? No, second one. Oh, the second one I think he's dead. Okay. Yeah, early, early, yeah, early. I saw start. it go, and I was like, oh, you can survive that, right? I don't know. Bombs are weird. Yeah, that. and I don't know, if, uh, and I can't remember... I guess it's a, it's a big I can't remember from can. the other one I've seen if that's the, the reoccurring theme is his partner always gets like, jacked. Oh, it's like uh, Spinal tap Drummers. Right, yeah. That was good though. Yeah. I enjoyed Magna Force. That's a great right movie. If they were to do a remake, I don't need another, I don't need I don't need someone trying to do a Clint Eastwood impression, but I like both stories in both of them. I mean, one, you know, is the Zodiac Killer. The second one, that cops being vigilantes, like, that's, the, they're, they're stories that I would like, yeah, someone should do this again. Someone should take Kelsey Grammer and be like, Cops have gone rogue and they're killing a bunch of low lives. and Kelsey Grammer is a troubled cop who is wrestling with if this is just or not. Yeah. Yeah. Make that movie. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you have thoughts on Dirty Harry, if you, if you, if you want us to do Sudden Impact for the show or The Enforcer, whichever one number three is, you, you can email us at dbtgpodcastgmall.com, tweet us at pod, or find us on Facebook. Uh, Let's say if you think of someone else who could play Dirty Harry, um, yeah. Did you tell? Did you tell me what year it came out? Seventy three. So it was. Ju- it was just two years later. Boom! Another movie. Yeah, and I'm sure. I've I, I done. I've been for I think Deadpool's like 1981 or two. So these are all within five movies within ten years. Yeah, and so I think it's just that's basically movie. just turning them out. Yeah, this one goes. And yeah, let's make the next one. Keep 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 yeah. doing dirty Aries. Um, so that'll do it for this week. We're, Mike and I will discuss. We'll, we'll probably do like a horror movie, I guess, for October. Following up. Uh, if you have suggestions, send us a tweet. Maybe we'll get it done. Uh, Till next week. Don't be that guy. Guide for the sequel and remakes. Do you feel lucky? Well-known pimp.